Welcome to the Be Better Chop Shop Podcast. Why, why is it the chop house, man? The chop shop, man, because we, we chop it up and dissect the information in here. I like that. Be Better World is a movement about empowering people. Stay tuned for some really cool people, some really cool episodes, and learn what you can do to empower yourself. So we're back, Be Better Podcast. This is like episode three of Be Better Podcast. So really, really fortunate to have with me a gentleman who is doing some big, big, big things in the Billings, Montana community. I'm sitting in the room with Mr. Shannon Blake, who does a lot of stuff. And we're going to talk about it. So, man, thanks, first of all, for having me on the show. Yep, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So I wanted to have you on. And one of the things that I've been impressed with, I don't know if you remember this. Five, six years ago, we standing in your former job's parking lot. All right? You were a general manager at a local property. And I remember you saying to me, man, like, and I'm just jumping right in, by the way. You said to me, man, I think I want to take this basketball thing to the next level. I don't know if you remember that conversation even. Albertsons, I believe. <laughs> no, nah, it was actually a was uh, it hotel. Yeah, it was the hotel. hotel? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take it to the next level, man. So talk about what you're doing in the basketball community and how you've taken that program from seedling to something that's probably the big one of the biggest programs in the, in the, in the community, man. Right. Well, so we started f- over five years ago now. It's our sixth season together. Um, started just as normal dad and your youth, uh, youth recreational program. Um, obviously, we had our experience there. We just seen we can do better. We got to do better. Our kids deserve better. So we started just with that, took nine kids and their parents. They were committed. Um, they believed in our vision. And we just started pushing the envelope. We believe that too often kids are underestimated. We say, well, they're kids, they shouldn't learn that yet. We strongly believe at a young age, their minds, their bodies, that's when you can plant those seeds and form them. So we really just push the envelope. We see what kids do in bigger inner cities, what they're doing out of state. Mm-hmm. And we said, why are we waiting to high school to teach stuff that 9, 10, 11-year-olds are doing, Florida, Vegas, Cali? Why, why can't we read that here? So we just started pushing the envelope. Um, we had some hurdles and obstacles as far as breaking culture and trends and just people being comfortable. But that was our whole end game goal, um, push the envelope, see how great these kids become, and go from there. Yeah, man. So, like, I like I remember that conversation distinctly because I, I think, like, and again, whether it was the respect that we have for one another, your vision, all-inclusive, you, you, we had this conversation, right? And it was 45 right. minutes in the, in the parking lot. So you took it from nine kids, and now I know you're over 100, whatever the number is, man. So, And I know now you're training, you know, anything from third graders, and I don't know the exact number, to college kids, right? Correct. So, you know, talk about, just talk about the experience with that dynamic of level of kids, man. You know, how do you feel about it? Like, it's, it's, it's impressive to me to watch. Yes, very interesting. Um, it is a different dynamic. I go from a five-year-old learning how to pound the ball to starting point guard for a local college. You know, you got to be able to switch up gears. Um, for me, it keeps me humble knowing where I started with some five-year-olds versus where I've grown into and what we as a program have grown into to where college players, players who are looking to play overseas – are seeking us out for our training. So it's a very, very good diversity and dynamic as far as humble pie, let's get after it. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be the next college players, that five-year-old you're working with. Right. So that's what keeps me on my toes. Like, okay, this kid, this is going to be boring, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm helping his dreams come true. So really that, that's the greatest dynamic that I see out of it. It keeps me on my toes. Yeah, so, man, it's funny. So I have to, I have to kill a lot of myths on this show, man, because people <laughs> – I do, man. I, I really do, man, whether we're talking sports. We or, have those. Oh, man, for sure. Like, Because somebody, like, literally – and so I'm just going to say it on the show. Somebody literally approached me. And, I man, I talk to everybody, right? Correct. 
man, are you in, are you in Shannon in competition? Are you in competition? It's like, I tell people all the time, I'm in, I'm in competition with nobody from the, from the sports world, right? Because we all have a different dynamic. And I know that there are people in competition, but I say that's why there's Burger King and McDonald's, right? Exactly. We all like different burgers. And I tell them, like, my daughter trained with Shannon. And that's not a lie, right? Like, we did that for, 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 for quite a while. So tell me, man, so, so the question is this. Tell me what you sense as the dynamic of, because I think sports and buildings are broken. I've been saying this for years. I've been saying that as well. 100% okay. agree. So, man, so, loaded question. How do we fix it, man? Um, or can we fix it? Probably a better, a better Yeah, question. I think everything's fixable. I think uh, humility. Um, right now, I think our local sports scene is territorial. You train here with them, you train here with them, you train here with them, and you better not train anywhere else. And if we're in it for the kids, because everyone says we're in it for the kids, sometimes I, I wonder if people are really seeing dollar signs when they see kids. Mm-hmm. Because I don't care who you train with. You know, like you, you can take someone, you might teach them the same thing, but you can communicate in a way I can't. Right. You might reach their spirit, you know, you might be able to motivate them in a way that I just can. And that's not me saying you're better than me or you like, oh, I'm better than you. That's just you being great at what you do. Right. And until adults can respect right. each other and cherish each other's gifts, yeah. we're going to stay in the same ruts, the same trends. Um, so it really comes to adults humbling themselves and saying, you know what, it really does take a village. Not a splintered village with 10 different zip codes. You know what I mean? One full village where we come together and say, hey, all of our kids can eat. All of us adults can eat. There's an industry. You know, let's not like lie about it and be like, oh, we ain't trying to make money. You know, that's fine to do, but split it up with everybody. Everyone could eat. Everyone wins. Yeah, so, so I, and I say that out loud because I get that question a lot. But I, I, I know I've sent kids to you, right? I've sent kids to programs based on the temperament of the child, right? Like I'll say, hey, you might want to try this first and try that. But I know people, you know, they say, yeah, in competition. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in competition to see kids get better, right? Exactly. Personally, and so I just wanted uh, to commend you on the fact, like I said, you and I've had several conversations about that and tried to figure out what the best approach is. But I'm really proud of you for the program that you built, man. So, thank you, seriously. Yeah. seriously. So I want to kind of switch gears a little bit, man. And, and and this is probably the meat of why I wanted you on the show because I think this is one of the things that we are not talking about the most, right? So, a uh, gentleman in Billings, Montana, from Hispanic descent. Correct. And I and I learned probably the last couple of months, man. I didn't know you had an extended family. Right. right. I know you had a couple of kids, but I think I read nine kids or something. Eight kids. Okay. Eight kids, right eight, now. eight kids, man. And when I saw the picture, it was. I mean, it was a. You got you got a melting pot in your house. We're the United Nations. <laughs> I, I got everyone, everything but a, but a full Asian kid. My wife's Vietnamese, so okay. I do got Vietnamese. Okay. So man, so just talk about a little bit about that experience. So a family of ten, counting you and your wife, man. I, I I can't imagine what it looks like when you walk into pick a place, right, in, in Billings. Yeah, absolutely. It's really just organized chaos. You know, a year ago we were blessed with uh, my four nieces and. Uh, Nephew, complete. They completed our family. We now have eight of them. It's going on a year. So, like I said, um, my oldest son's African American. I'm Mexican. My wife's Vietnamese. My nieces and nephews are native. Um, so we, we we got a big melting pot. But for me, that's that's America. Yeah. Um, but it's been a blessing for us. You know, it's pushed us, made us better. Uh, we've been able to step up uh, with the foster care system. I think uh, when people get into it, we need more help. Yeah. I mean, there's kids out there, and it's not their fault. They need help, whether it's for three months, four months, just positivity, planting seeds, really just showing them direction. Because yeah. um, the stats of those kids, you know, who come from those low-income neighborhoods, um, no one's there for them. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're the scum of the world. Everyone's gave up on them. And we just refused with us. It was family. Um, so that made it easier. But now that we've taken the training and we've seen what's going on, um, you know, once we have everything settled with them, they can go back. We plan on going for more. Because um, it's just a beautiful avenue I think more people should get into if you have the uh, 
I guess, means to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, so, you know, we got to talk about the tough question. You know, like I said, we both minorities. And, you know, midsummer this year, we had the whole flare up with, you know, Floyd and what have you, man. And, and like I said, I'm looking at a couple of your boys in the background right now. You know, the audience can't see that, man. But, you know, I got a daughter that's probably, and I say this all the time, I don't know another black family in the, in the city. Not one. With a black wife, a black daughter, and a black dad. Right. You had a totally different experience, right? Um, I would, I think it's fair to say all your kids are minorities. Correct. Just tell me how that's working for you, man, because I'm, I'm always interested to learn about that, man. Yeah, we've obviously had our own difficulties. Um, you know, I've been very vocal in the past years um, on social media, just in person. If you know me, I've spoken out against it before this year. You know, there's obviously things going on uh, nationwide and in Montana. My oldest son, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade was his first real hateful experience with racism. Um my other sons have dealt with native, you know, discrimination. Yeah. So it's everywhere, yeah. you know. Um, so it's been tough. Um, I tell my kids it makes them stronger, but at the same time, we don't just turn the other cheek and say, okay, you know, this is good enough. Um, we're going to keep attacking it. Um, and it's good for them to learn, really, for the whole dimension. Because for my black son to hear natives get made fun of, you know, for my native son or nephew to be like, oh, racism does exist because he was taught otherwise, you know, for them to see it. Um, I think it's just going to make us stronger as a people. And if we stay vocal about it, I think eventually, through time, I don't know if it'll ever be 100%, mm-hmm. but we keep chipping away at it. Um, but there is a big problem, and we got to come together as people. Yeah, man, and, 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 and seriously, man, like, like I, say this, I say this to you, and I want to say it to you, man, like to have eight that look different, come from different backgrounds. I mean, I know they have some heritage in line with you, man, but, hey, man, I, I, I don't know what I'll do eight in my house. Right? I... I, 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 I <laughs> I think about the basketball teams I carry. It's like right. I only got to see them for a couple of hours. This is your life, man. Every so, single day. Yeah. yeah, and and so like that in and of itself is to be commended, man. So congratulations for doing that, man. If there's something literally I can do to help you, like I'm I'm all about always that. There. Right, right. So man, last thought, man. You know, I always say, man. I, I try to talk to uplifting spirits in the community. Just tell me what that motto is that you live by on a daily basis, man. Yeah, I'll pull up my phone so I don't butcher it. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm a big scripture guy. You know, uh, the things I do in my life are, are really all, all glory to Jesus Christ and what he's done in my life. I mean, before he came in, you know, I wouldn't be doing these things. So really the one, one scripture that covers everything. We can talk about all types of clever quotes and all that. But for me, it's... 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatever whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. So I think no matter what happens, if you look in the mirror, you go out, you try to serve people, you try to give God the glory, stuff's going to work out. You know, you might not get the credit now. You might never get the credit. But, you know, when we reach that next life and we are, we're in front of the judgment seat of, of God and Christ is there, it doesn't matter. We'll get our credit then. And that's all, for me, that's all that matters. That'll keep your heart pure. That'll keep your actions righteous. Hey, man, listen, if you're looking for that basketball program to take the next steps in your kid's signature hoops led by Shannon Blake is doing big things. You'll check out his website. Uh, check him out on Facebook. You know, again, man, I want to commend you for doing seriously some some hella good work um, with what you're doing, man. And like I said, if there's a way that I can help you, I'm more than willing to do that. He, he even brought he even brought the squad in for me, man. Like, I just read that y'all 80% in five years. Well, I, do, I do homework before I do this, right? So, hey, I thank you for taking the time to come out, man, check the show out. And again, man, continue success, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Hey, man. Be better signing off, man. We'll, we'll, next show. Mm-hmm.